Hey guys, welcome back to another series podcast. My name is OJ. With me as always, we have Luis Jimenez. Hello, greetings. And Luis Serrano. Hello. Uh, awesome. Alright, so guys, hey, remember, as always, if you're watching, if you're listening to this episode, let us know by tagging us on Twitter at not so serious. Also leaving a hashtag on any other on any topics you want us to cover. Hashtag not so serious. Today, this episode, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about this brand new thing that's happening, you know, with Warner Brothers. Newsflash, all of their movies are now going to be, be are now going to be released on HBO Max and in on theaters. Yep. That's the big scoop. We've heard about it. We've heard speculations. Everything's been all of this has been happening since pandemic. But now it's official. They've made a big deal about it. They're like, "Oh, look at that." Everything you want to watch right here. And we're like, okay, it's cool, I guess. We're so inclusive. We're going to have every movie that we have accessible for everyone, but only for a month. And then, you know, we kind of need the budget. Only for a month. I mean, it makes makes sense. I like the fact that it's only for a month. Right. But um, let's going to work. Let's going to we're going to. The way it's going to work. We're going to talk about each movie that's going to be coming out. Are we excited about it? Are we going to watch it? Are we not? We're going to cover it in the channel. Maybe we will. Then we're going to start asking some hard questions, and we'll move on from there. So let's start by running some. First, well, first of all, actually, um, what do you guys do? You guys think this is cool, or do you not think this is cool? Uh, I think it's the right choice to do as of right now, considering like you know, movies have to come out. Uh, these companies need to make some money one way or another. Movie theaters right now is not the wisest choice. So, like, also they have that thing of um, th- that that combo, that du- that duo. Where like, hey, if you want to watch in theaters, feel free. You could take that risk. That's on you, not us. Pero there is also the alternative to watch it on HBO Max. So I kind of enjoy that, giving the people the 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 choice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I know, I know certain directors, like, and we're going to probably talk about this, how, like, directors, you know, they were never, ta- they were never addressed. They were never told, like, hey, this is, we're going to move them all to the streaming service and all that. And yeah, they, they didn't know that. that. Yeah, They're very pissed about that. And I, I think I can understand from a certain point of view. But from an audience and, you know, like, your consumers, like, you, like, the money needs to be made somewhere and somehow. And, like, this is the best alternative right now. This is this is basically a case of you know, you're still gonna lose money regardless. Um, oh yeah. You're gonna have you're gonna have a movie being shelved. Alo, alo, idiot. The película de X Men que se la sepa le. New Mutants. Uh, New Mutants. Like if you're gonna put it on the shelf as if like oh yeah, and I understand like money wise and like as a as a business, um, you get the biggest revenue through movie theaters because that's how uh the business has been entailed similarly to the music stream uh, the music business as of late um it's been mostly on streaming um it's it's been growing ever since uh streaming services kind of got the the dominant force of releasing a single releasing an album hyping up an album hyping up the the fanfare of said artists and like you know in 10, 10, 15 years ago, it, it wasn't it. Right now, uh, the movie industry is having like this weird, um, kind of forced side to, to take because you need this movie out. At this point, whatever costs you're going to lose, but I don't know, reconvene it through the streaming services uh, paywall. Um, HBO Max, creo que es 15. It's, uh, Disney Plus is 7, if it's a standalone. So, sure, you can have the, the theatrical releases, but, uh, you know, being, like there's various degrees of people taking more precautions to not be in theaters as of late. So, you know, the comfort of the home should be better. And you still have the engagement still, which is something que siento que, que como que you'll... 
it's it's a win lose. No importa donde lo mire. It's a win because you get the movie out and people will talk about it and love it or hate it. You can have the engagement. That's what you wanted, right? The type of loss is, but you're not gonna have a lot of money coming in first weekend or first month because obviously you're gonna have those movies mostly on streaming services and many people, including myself, will be like, "Mira, velo en HBO, en HBO Max, velo en Disney." Don't watch it on the movie theaters if you're not, you know, if you're, you know, a little bit too high, too uh, strong about not being in yeah. the theaters. Go and watch it on Disney Plus. It's fine. But then, but then here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, and this is gonna be coming in the question section later on. But like, I do agree. I like what they're gonna do. It's exciting, but it's also concerning because movie companies, the reason that they need the, and they don't make money, the, the majority of their money due to the tickets. That's not how they make their money. They make their money out of popcorn sells, the mm -hmm. hot, like the, the snacks you get at the movie theater, the, the, um, the toys you get from this, all of that part. That's where they really do make wait, good it, money. Wait, not so, wait, so wait, isn't it backwards? Isn't it, isn't it supposed to be the ticket sell and then the popcorn nope. supplies the movies, like the movie theaters? Uh, you would think that, but not really. Hmm. So they benefit more from those sort of things because, yeah, they, they get a, sh a share of that as well. Ah, so they okay. make a lot more money due to snacks than movie <laughs> tickets alone. Didn't I know that? I, um, thought, I for sure thought yes. because, oh, but... I did too. Because... I did too. I thought tickets was the whole big thing. No, Not really. You they, know, they, when, they... when they say the box office, but they had, oh, so they are just counting the ticket sales. Oh, they are. They when they say box office, that's just the ticket sales. That's not counting for the rest of the thing. Mm, okay, but but as a, like like movies as a, as a whole has the experience. Taking remember, a chunk remember of... the ticket. The ticket is just seven dollars. A popcorn can come up to like almost twenty bucks. True, true. But lie. And exactly. I've been and I've been to a U.S. theater, and it's same ooh. here. They suck. Eh. They so bad, uh, like, so bad, bro. Bro, a small popcorn there is like fourteen, and you can buy one here for like like three or four pesos. And sure, I mean screw quality. The, the I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I like the snacks because they have more variety. They have corn dogs and shit like that. I like yeah, corn dogs. I agree. But the movie screen is so tiny; it's annoying. <laughs> Compared to Caribbean cinema, bro, sucks. Yeah. But anyways, not talking about movies. I mean, IMAX is about... the way to go. IMAX is the way to go. You're correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, so basically, let's let's run down the list of the movies that Warner Brothers are like hyping up that are going to be coming also on HBO Max. For the record, I another reason I like this is because HBO Max is fifteen dollars a month, and yes, you have a lot of good films, but I feel like this is going to make it the, uh, a lot more worth it. So we start off; they already have a movie released. It's called The Little Things. Truth be told, half of the movies that I'm like, well, not half of them. At least this one, Little Things, I had no idea was coming out, and it's jam-packed with a bunch of great actors and i don't even know what the story's about i would, would like to watch it okay that's pretty much it i mean you got denzel washington you got um rami malik got his name uh, rami malik and i have other other familiar faces which i feel like oh this looks like an interesting film and I, mr and mr j himself jared leto he's in there this you movie. go jared leto as well Bearded Jared Leto, mind you. So, okay, upcoming next, the well, yeah, next Jared month. Leto. The most powerful. Oh God, the most powerful Jared Leto. So after that, you got Judas and the Black Messiah. Again, I didn't know this movie was going to be coming out, and uh, two great actors as well. I don't remember their names, but I have seen them in other films. Yeah, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, which you know, this man's a king, and like Keith Stanfield, True. another king. Alana Glado, like. Uh, Saw the trailer for that one, and I like type of historical-ish films. Mind okay. you, it's Hollywood made, so obviously they're going to have their liberties on the historical facts, but it's cool. It's cool. Me uh, gusta el plot about it. Así que it should be fun. Y también yo creo que this will, again, this is something que yo siento que... It, this will get more traction. This will benefit un poco más because these aren't movies that will make a hundred million, two hundred million. You know, they're not expecting to get these types of monetary. I mean, yeah, but they they won't be they won't be getting any money though from from releasing it on a streaming service. I understand that. That's the problem. Here's here's where I think the engagement side can benefit. I guess the message of the directors involved in this. 
mind you, some directors are, you know, pissy about it. Este, Christopher Nolan's one of them. Eh, pero, like, this director... But, I mean, like, here's I, the thing, bro. The problem is you don't know this. You're making a big-budget film thinking it will eventually or will be released in theaters, and then the production house just decides to, to be like, hey, we're releasing all of these films on a streaming service without you knowing. One of the films we're going to be talking about that will be coming up in the list is mm -hmm. Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes. The people who worked on this film had no idea. They were planning, they were making deals with Netflix, to be exact. Yeah. I, on I, I Mon yeah. Netflix was, <laughs> Netflix was going to buy the movie off of, off of them. And then they, I don't know how, how close they were to like finishing the deal, but then all of a sudden Warner Brothers like, wait, 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 wait. We're giving it to HBO Max. They're like, wait, what? So again, this is what's so fucked up about this. This is the problem. So again, hopefully in the future, these are better made arrangements and whatnot. I think. But yeah, I don't think I'm but like these types of things, como que, again, this is a first year basis. So no one, no studio was going to think that in 2020. Hey, my movie's gonna be in theaters. Also, you can also watch it on HBO Max. No one really thought about that when making this film or any other film coming into this list. Um, pero I think there has to be more language in the sense of if the if this is a route that is gonna be continuous, porque yo siento que I mean it's gonna be a contingency, but también va a tener tu movie lovers being like, no, me gusta la experiencia de las películas y tal, you know, mamándome un, un asiento yeah. casi todo jodido, sucio, eh, but I have popcorn, but I have the experience of a movie theater versus me watching it at home. You're going to have like those sites. I'm a movie, I'm, I'm a movie theater guy. I'm obviously not going to risk it now because of the pandemic. Wow. And I'm glad that they're doing it. I, but again, yeah. I am a movie theater guy. I the, the, the experience of watching a film, uh, it can, it won't be recreated ever. You could have the comfy, the comfiest sofa in the world. You could have uh, the best um, oh, home theater system. Mm -hmm. You can have a, you can even have an OLED fucking TV. I don't give a damn. It doesn't. It's never going to beat the emotion of being in a movie theater. It just won't. I agree wholeheartedly with OJ. I I want to agree because I mean, it's not I don't want to watch up like you know the first thing you say about una película, you're not thinking to yourself which house am I gonna watch this movie? It's cuál tanda, qué hora vamos, cuál cine, mm -hmm. like that. That's that's just ingrained in our in our in a part of culture of just watching a movie. I'm on a neutral side, but side un poco más with the simplicity and the comfort of my own home to getting these types of movies right in my home. In which I, mean, I don't have the, to go. I understand because if I'm thinking analytically and just like how I'm giving my time and money and, and appreciation to said movie, that I'm not doing it as I should be, which is on the movie side, which again, it falls the same line as the music industry where you're thinking to yourself, oh, but I can just stream it and I can basically give them 0.005 cents of my worth that this song or this particular album, it's fucking great. Instead of buying the album or buying the LPs or buying the, the vinyls, like it's not the same same, but I feel like the accessibility is is where it's at, which I feel like is gonna be a free-for-all because how much the director's gonna get the cut, how much the cast is gonna get the cut, how much of the production's gonna get the, the cut, where is so, the money gonna come from? That's where I think that's okay, the problem. That's, that's gonna be a, that's gonna so be a very thing. much yeah. about that. Because you have to pay. Here's the thing: I'm taking production this year, mm -hmm. and obviously we're just starting out, so I can't really tell you anything. But I do know how much money goes into this. So when you're making when you're making a film in the states, which is you know the biggest, the uh, casa productora giganteca, these big production houses, you the way you have to film is with a schedule and that means days. So if I was going to make a film myself, I have to worry about how much I'm filming. If I'm making a movie with a big production house in the States, for, for example, Warner brothers, I have to worry that I don't have to take an extra day of filming. Okay. Cause if in my list, 
says, okay, I'm recording these five scenes. It doesn't matter how much, to, how, how long it takes me, how many takes it takes to take these scenes. What matters is that I have the five scenes that I said I was in a film today. Those have to be filmed that day. Because if I have to take an extra day off the schedule, I have to pay every single person and maybe even double for an extra day. We're talking about the, the most basic shit, catering, makeup and hairstyling. We need to have camera equipment. We need to have all the all the camera people, all the all the obviously director, producers, actors, you have um managers, you have um the 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 crew that handles the cameras, the the, the lighting, the equipment. Mm-hmm. So like one camera alone has like three or four people operating. Because you have the main person, you have the, the 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 one who handles the cable, so it doesn't get tangled up. You have the the, the lens puller, which is in charge of changing the, the lens focus, mm-hmm. is in charge of doing that. And then you have another person which has a mic and is in charge of mic. So you have all of these things that you have to worry about, and you have to pay these people every single one of them. So it is a bit stressful when you do this, like, oh yeah, let me just put it on a streaming service where. Yeah, at least it is still being released on movie theaters. And I know a lot of people will still be going to movie theaters to watch this. But, you know, the problem comes into, okay, where is the money going to come from pay for this? You know, that's the only issue for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm not going to say, like, for example, when we get to the list of all the films, I'm, there are some that I will definitely watch at home, mainly because I don't want to go to movie theaters. And... All there's because I'm not interested enough to go to the movie theaters to watch, and I'll rather watch them at my house. Right. I mean, I don't want to go because of the risk of, you know, COVID and whatnot. And, like, and I, exactly. That's once, what I'm saying. That's what I'm and saying. I think, and I think today, or just like at least this year, it's it's better to have like the tener variedad y tener como que, ah, so I'm not missing out because I not I don't want to watch it on movie theaters. Like mm-hmm. I can be engaged. I can engage in the conversation of said movie without risking uh this uh, a virus so i think it's mm-hmm. it's it's good on their part just like a you know yeah. when 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 the year's done and we see like the bigger picture and bigger numbers as as they go along how big of a loss how you know what good things they they found in doing this would they do it again or maybe on select few movies maybe not the big budget ones and like you said on the Godzilla and Kong movie uh, it was very shocking that I thought that I I thought because since Warner Bros was doing was, was you know the distribution I just thought that they the like the the production team thought oh okay boy yeah they know it was that agreement no, they no, no. they mm-hmm. thought I thought okay so if it's going on movie on a on a streaming platform it's Disney it's uh HB, HBO Max but yeah I heard about the Netflix at almost acquisition yo oh wait they weren't they weren't thinking that that was a possibility that they could have exactly. just done this, ¿me entiende? Because I thought, okay, because um, this was supposed to be on theaters. It's not anymore, kind of, maybe not. So let me just get the best deal out of there. But, oh, no, Warner Bros. like, hey, yo, no, did you know that we have a like, streaming service too? Like, it's right there. You can just put your movie there. You can do it on HBO you Max. Exactly. It why, why, why would you leave? It's going <laughs> to be an interesting take. Yeah. But let's 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 run down like each film down the line and talk about them a little bit. So we're talk about Judas and the and the Black Messiah coming out on February twelfth. We also have on February twenty sixth, Tom and Jerry. You see, this is a film that I would watch on HBO Max <laughs> because I didn't really care for the movie. I I care for the characters because right. of how my childhood. Sure. But I, you're not gonna catch me going to the movie theater to watch Tom and Jerry. You know, like, is this where I'm like, oh, I'm glad they have it on HBO. I can just watch it there. Hey, I don't want to spend $7 on this movie, but hey, I'm going to watch it, you know, at the convenience of my house. It's not a bad idea. Louis, you were going to say something? No, I care how you were saying how, like, oh, I'm like... I'm going to watch on HBO Max Tom and Jerry. And I'm like, this from the man that watched and defended the Croods. Shut the yeah, hell man. up. There's yeah, man. Difference. Like, like from the previous There's episode, bro. What? Come There's on. A di- Neither of you saw I'll the film, honest. so you can't talk shit on me. 
I mean, I'm not gonna watch Tom and Jerry. I saw the original series; it was fantastic. It's it exactly. hasn't been the same since like Chacho 2007. Mm-hmm. Of course, it hasn't. No, again, I, I'm like, if I have nothing to watch, I'll just watch it because why not, right? It's there. It's a film. I got 30 days to watch it. I'll probably play it and just see what happens. Hmm. After that, yeah. okay. Then we have on uh, we have on March 18th, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, oh boy, let's oh, go. Boy. For our fellow um, and for our fellow viewers who probably saw the post um, at BCMNSTV uh, everywhere, you do know that that is my most anticipated movie, and you are damn fucking sure that I will be taking my sweet ass time to dissect it, see how Zachary fucking Snyder said, "Hey yo, you got like." 20 million that I could spare Warner Bros so I can finish my master my actual magnum opus literally got shit done right and um yeah I'm I'm very much looking forward to it um the timing of it seems a little bit like hmm what are you doing there Saki boy because it's coming a day before the tentative date of Falcon Winter Soldier it is a very, it's a very head-to-head matchup with. I mean, it's a show, obviously. You're not gonna compete to a show, but oh, wow, interesting uh, date there, Saki Saki uh, boy, March 18th. <laughs> so, following that, which we will also be covering that movie, we will most definitely be covering in the podcast and on YouTube as well. Yes. Following that, on March 31st, we have Godzilla versus Kong. We've already talked about this. We already know that we want to um, watch this film. Luis is reluctant. He he doesn't want to watch the films and react to them. But come on, guys, the the the, the listeners, the the audience, help me out here. Bam this man. Tell him to react to these films. He'll do it. I mean, I swear to God. They have some continuity to to all of them, but at the same time, I do. think someone can go. Someone can go blindly watching Godzilla v Kong, and just be like, "Hey, big lizard, big monkey, do the thing, fight." I feel like I feel yeah. like I don't I don't necessarily have to know a backstory of any of these characters. I just know that pretty sure the 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 plot is gonna be revolve around what's happening on this movie. I don't think I need to see a previous movie to I mean find out because I don't, a lot of I don't people dis- I don't I don't disagree with you guys. But here's the thing. They've actually bothered to make this a, a, a universe in, in and of itself. So it's, they do have some callbacks and there are some things that you were like, oh, that's interesting. For example, um, Louis, it, you saw, remember in, in Kong Skull Island? Yeah. Remember the scientists that were there ex- examining and studying that island and whatnot? They show up in... Godzilla King of Monsters, but they're obviously a lot older. Godzilla King of Monsters. Exactly, but they're obviously a lot older. And who knows, maybe they'll show up in Godzilla vs. Kong as well. And it's like this, it's very little things that show up that help with the continuity. But it's kind of like, for me, there are little things that are like worth knowing, I believe. Uh, Going back to something that like Luis had mentioned before, which I'm going to like defend, uh, I'm not there to watch the humans. They could literally be like, hey, remember Johnny Depp was in this movie? He was in the first one. And I'd be like, listen, I don't give a fuck about Johnny Depp. I'm here to see the big lizard and the big monkey because yeah. I just want to see... I just want to see, I just wanna see a monk uh, defeat a fucking... Like, <laughs> de mierda, monk. You know? I don't give a shit about like... So, <laughs> interestingly enough, I was having this... I, I was like pondering that the, the same idea. It's like... I have a different view and take on it, obviously, um, and that's okay. Um, but yes, it makes sense that, you know, this, for anyone, this is like, for anyone who wants to watch this, like, really, like, hard on, it's like, oh, yeah, it, it checks the boxes for the people who, who want to watch this. Big monsters fighting. That's it. That's, that's all you, that's, it, check, it checks both boxes. So that's pretty much what people want to see in this film. But there's always... There's always a little bit extra here and there for those who enjoy lore, for those who enjoy storytelling or cinematography, for that matter. They do still have that, so that's that's me. I'm that kind of person. Okay. And yeah. I totally respect, and I totally respect the fact that you guys just want to watch a big monkey fight a big lizard. It's it's amazing. 
because at the end of the day, that's what this film is about. But they throw in these little things here and there. So it's fine if you don't want to react to I any of the films. I... What? I remember I, when I was watching King of Monsters, I remember like anytime like Ghidorah and Godzilla would show up, I was just like, this, this is what I'm here for. And then they would like, you know, bail and just dip. And I, w- I would just get so mad. I'm like, no, 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 keep fighting. What are you doing? <laughs> keep fighting. And then the humans would talk, and I'm like, no. It's no, sen- no, no. This movie's basically going to be sensory overlord, uh, and it's just going to be uh, your typical, like, like CG marble. Like, yo, man, look at the look at the the special effects the coming fur. in. The <laughs> fur, the cabrón. Mira, mira de eso, eso sharp uh, back. I don't know blades. if they're, uh, you know. They just call them blades. Hey, the, the fucking blaze, bro. Yo, diablo, cabrón. Like, I, La Trama, I can pretty sure it'll be, you know, it'll have a beginning, middle, and end, but uh, it'll just be two monsters just fighting in human territory and just be like, hey, yo, mala mía que tengo roshower, but I need to defeat this fucking lizard that has, like, bad breath, and I just need to fucking demolish him right here, right now in Times Square. Come here, damn, bro. Okay, sure. Go awesome. right ahead, bro. It's not like I have to do anything to do anything by myself. So, sure. Demolish Times Square for me. <laughs> Demolish Times Square for me. That's fantastic. So, again, we're going to be covering that as well on your channel. Following up this, we have on April 16th, Mortal Kombat 2021. This is a film I had no idea they were making. And I had no idea that it was going to be coming. And it looks cool. I mean, we haven't seen anything from it, at least nothing grand. Right. Um... But it looks cool. I don't know. I, I, I want to watch it. I know Rachel would want to watch it too. Um, I feel like Louis would also love to watch this film. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't have any... Ex- <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. You don't really have any expectations on a Mortal Kombat considering that we, we haven't had a Mortal Kombat since the 90s. And... and they were not that great. And uh, I... Uh, I don't know, man. Like, if you like Mortal <laughs> Kombat, sure. Totalmente doesn't... Give me like diablo tienes que esto porque bro like yeah dude you kind of have to because look at the graphics got on the graphics look at the special effects look at the fire bro the fucking guy with the, the with the hat with the blade yo that's cool bro scorpion I'm like okay I mean I don't really matter it'll be again it'll be a funny pretty fun kind of simple yeah. plot asumo yo I I'm going to assume it's just people fighting to the death. You see, that's the thing. When you have when you have such a basic plot, people tend to under to think that oh, it's gonna have a basic story. And then when you see a complex story, people tend to get pissed, which is what happened with the MonsterVerse. People just thought it was like big monsters fight, fight, go. And then they're like, why is there? St- I don't want. Like, I don't care about the story. So they skip on that. And that's one of my biggest like. That's what like my pet peeves with movies that people have an expectation for Mortal Kombat. You're like. It's going to be a very simple story, I guess, you know, fighting, right? It's like, guys, just let, let them tell the story. Just watch it. Listen. I feel enjoy. not every film needs to be complex. Some movies can be very well, simple and, like, it still works and they're still really great. Yeah, you're not wrong. And I'm not saying that they have to be complex. All I'm saying is that every movie needs to have a basic thing. It's called a theme. And it needs to have a, a person, a, per, um, a, a protagonist, an antagonist. And the protagonist either has to complete his goal either four ways. He finishes his goal, he doesn't finish his goal, he ends up happy, or he ends up unhappy. Those are the four main things, and that's very well explained because I'm not going to go into details on each of those four things. But that's the basics of a movie. You have to have that. And there has to be a theme. Every movie has a theme, and it's, it revolves around uh, human emotion and human problems. That is what every film is based on. Regardless of a complex or non-complex story, that's what it has. That's what it's about. Um, and you're not wrong. Uh, there are movies that are simple and they work and they're simple and that's great. But when you st- what I'm saying, there still has to be some sort of like story aspect outside of what people think that a movie is just going to be. For example, Mortal Kombat, I could just be like, oh yeah, they're gonna fight. That's it. Fighting, right? Maybe they'll have some like weird story behind a gem that I probably won't care about, but they still have to tell me this story. I can't get mad because they're telling me the story, which is what I feel like a lot of people go through mm-hmm. with films like this. 
it's kind of like the Transformer movies where, like, you know, I'll, like, bash at them, and so Luis, and, like, they're just, huh. But there'll yeah. be people that, like, genuinely enjoy them, and they'll be like, listen, mm-hmm. don't look into it too hard. Just turn off your brain and enjoy the, like, stupid monster uh, Transformer fights. And I'm like, you know what? That's fair. I want to see how that's fair. go hard. You see, that, so, that's uh-huh. fair. Yeah. There's a contrast between the films, of course. There's films that go way too complex. There's films that don't give you enough story. There's there's a whole array of things out, out there. I'm just, I was just, you know, giving my personal opinion when it comes to film and people yeah. overall. So, anyways, next film, The Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It. Are they still making Conjuring movies? Like, still are, making are Conjuring people movies. still watching these? Yes. Do people actually watch these? Yes. Why? That's coming on June fourth, by the way. Um. Yes. I, that's all I can say. Yeah. There's still people. Why? There. Whatever. Who cares? The Conjuring really. <laughs> Did I watch the, the next movie? I'm, com- I'm, the next I'm, movie. I'm, I'm so confused. Did I watch the Conjuring? Is the Conjuring like the 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 doll? That's Annabelle. Um, yes, that's the first so, one. That's yeah. the first so one. So it wasn't no, it wasn't released in in that order. But yeah, that's the latest one, and it's technically the first one of like the franchise. Uh, okay. There you go. Yeah, they're doing that now. Man, Conjuring really be I saw, be, be yeah, wild and out Okay. Yeah, I saw Conjuring one and two the same day, and I was like, "Do people actually watch? <laughs> Do people <laughs> legitimately have fun watching these and say that you Bobby, ponme ponme por favor, please?" I'm like, why? Whatever. I, I have a whole issue with horror films, and. I'll I mean, get into that. Horror oh, films gosh. and Bella, we can actually do this on a on a different episode. I'll be interested to, I guess as a as yeah. a, a non horror film kind of guy, I can pretty much tell you guys, I, I I horror films get legitimately I love like some bueno, and it's not the typical cliche of like, oh, it's gonna do the jump scare. Oh, there it is. There, there's the jump scare. Yeah, there that's my is. issue. That's my issue uh, with horror films. Oh, the horror genre has been so oh, screwed up. The, the, I, I the various tropes get to you say, oh. Here comes the uh, here comes the kid, demonic, the demonic kid. Of course, yeah, he says things backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, see, oh, yeah, okay, Italian. <laughs> so just, just modern, uh, come on, modern horror with just like the the, the typical it's trope. So Porque stupid. you need to sell that because isn't that supposed to be the trope that that has to sell? I don't know, man. The Conjuring, I mean, man, I I hinted. I mean, they're doing more movies though. The same, the same thing I, can, I really don't fucking The same thing that. can be said with Transformer movies in the late 2000s. Como que, diablo, cinco películas. Like, yeah, because, what, cabrón? People just like that. And sure, not, but at least, at least, not me. yeah, but at least those are action films. So that's a completely different topic. I feel like we can have a whole episode on this. Save that for a future episode. Maybe we'll talk about genres, movie genres, and compare them. Right. Next, next, next film in the Heights. I'm actually excited for this one. I really want to watch this film. It comes out on June 18th. I guess. I, I, I really, I really want to watch. I, that. I guess. It's based on the Limano um, musical, so sure. I guess. Yeah. If you're into musicals, I, I, which I, I know excited. a few people that I, I know. I am. Oh, you know, hey man, you like Hamilton? Well, get ready to go in the Heights. So. Yeah. In the Heights. My actually, my 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 parents went to see this musical and. I went to see it when um, I I'm gonna wow. Let me look that up real quick. Um, we have who's act who's playing the main person for this I think musical? Anton Ramos. Anton Ramos. No, no, no. I mean, like the musical, like when it was in. in oh, Broadway. the musical. I know, I know. So just like I, I parle hai, or I guess there's yeah. That's another thing. I don't know. If there's there's gonna be some whitewashing, the saying like, oh yeah, I boricua, like I said, yo cabrón, el papá. El abuelo. Ah, sí, el, el abuelo es boricua. He's not. Oh, okay, oh. sure. Thanks, yeah, thanks, well, Lynn. Have... You know, uh, kind of cool sometimes. You can be kind of a smartass in some stuff, in some aspect, but uh, cool, man. So Keep when, yeah, when the musical, when when my parents went to go see the In the Heights music, Lou was playing the main character, and they got my autograph. Like, they got his autograph from me. So I was like, cool. That's nice. Just a quick, I just wanted to have that fact there. So next film, Space Jam, A New Legacy. I am going to get a lot of hate for this. But I don't care about this film. Bro, but but basketball, bro, and fucking Bugs Bunny. Bro, Look, Lola is going to have titties. Well, not really, because the animation is completely different from the 90s. But, bro, basketball. Look, 
Bro, here's the thing. I liked the original Space Jam movie. Mm-hmm. Especially because of the animation. I liked the way it looked. I liked the way they made that sort of thing back in the day where you had... I really enjoyed it. Nowadays, it's too easy to make and I don't like the way it looks. In my opinion, I mean, you took a five, literal two second out of context clip that doesn't even show yeah, up. Yeah, that was all. enough. That was enough. Bro, that was enough for me to know that I don't want to watch this due to the fucking. Again, not, not, I'm not saying that it's bad. Um, obviously, it's CGI. It's, I'm not saying it's bad. Uh, CGI. I've just, I don't like, the, I like the way it looked before. All right, I'll boom. wait for the trader. Obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. But... All right, Boomer. Sure. I mean, it's, I'm not even defending the movie. I'm like, okay, Tavian, sure. I'm just being honest. It's not a Boomer move. It's just some things are good when they look classic. And, you know, when they try to mod- be so modern, I lose the taste for it's it. It's okay. That's just it's it. It's fine. Just be careful to watch your steps before falling because I know it can be very fragile Dumbass. on your bones, you know? I get it. The old times, you know? Yeah. War, wow. am I right? The 90s, Bill Clinton, right? I'm a <laughs> something I always found funny with um, uh, Space Jam. People, a, a lot of people like it, and I've seen Space Jam several times. It's a cult classic, and I like Looney Tunes. It's a cult classic for for sure. I think of movies like Shrek to be cult classics, and Shrek is Shrek biggest like, still to this day, <laughs> chunky, chunky. <laughs> like, god damn it, these like. Literalmente, Shrek is is like as as ingrained in our culture as like SpongeBob, where it's like, is that a SpongeBob meme? Is that a Shrek yeah. reference? It's like so ingrained. Yeah, verdad. You would think that Shrek would be just, That's... oh, this lovable ogre who some people like, and there's like, you know, it's not it's not as big, but I don't know, man. People love them Shrek. <laughs> them Shrek. And and yep. Space Jam has their 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 you know their yeah uh, fans. Space Jam has a big uh, like a, a big fan base and again I enjoyed the f- right and we can't I, wait I for like it to come back. I, I, chav- I have Michael Jordan you yeah. know I, again it's a it's a I can't tell me coming as an almost twenty five year old at the time of the uh, as you know when when this episode comes out I'll be twenty five I need to know that this isn't for me this isn't a movie that I'll be like yeah bro. Bucks Bunny and LeBron James are gonna do something and shoot some hoops. So excited! It's just a kids movie. That's gonna be your typical kids stuff and learning about basketball, probably. Pretty sure the monsters are gonna be making an appearance. Maybe who knows? I don't know. So it'll be, it'll be cool. So we'll wait for that next movie, Suicide Squad. Not to be confused for 2016 Suicide Squad. No, but it's the new one. It's 2021. Squad. It's the Suicide it's the, Squad. It's the Suicide Squad. It's the Suicide Squad coming out on August 6th. You can already change, tell by the change of tone here and voice and excitement. We want to watch. We want to watch this film. I want to. I, I actually, yeah. I'm probably. I'm gonna be honest. I'll probably risk it. This is a film I'll probably go watch in the movie theaters. I don't know. Well, let's let's. This is wishful thinking. Let's hope that 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 guy, you wishful, know, This be... is wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, this is a movie that I would hard, hardly go watch I in would, the theaters. I... But who knows? If I can't, I'll probably end up watching it in my sofa. But that's fine. Cause ha. HBO Max. HBO right? Max. Yeah. I got thirty days to watch that, which means I got thirty days to watch it consecutively. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, we all we think we've spoken about this before not look it's a great film it looks amazing james gunn is directing it and we all love james gunn and he has some really great characters some really good actors in the film. and I, i'm excited i'm excited how they literally went like so you know that old one now nah, that never existed this is the this this is the one and, and i and i love that about that then i gotta we have give james gunn props james gunn, oh my bad ahead. no no go ahead go ahead i gotta give i gotta give james gunn's props because i remember when set photos leaked there was a lot of like hate and judging on like you know him going with more comic accurate costumes and i really enjoy that because when you look back at like david ayer's suicide squad from 20 what 16 yeah so it's a a wild year you know never forget it's uh, it's so edgy and dark and gritty and like james gunn looks like he's not going for that and I just, I just really like that. James Gunn is a good director, and dude, I cannot dude, wait James Gunn, what he does with this. James Gunn part. is the opposite of what Zack Snyder thinks he is, man. And, and that's why I love about just, like, James Gunn's direction. It's like, hey, 
I want to make comic book, comic book. You got it. And para mí es chévere. Especially, like, it's completely outside the realm of the first one. So es como que, yeah, never mind David Ayer's one. This is the Suicide Squad. Y... I mean, truth be told, it's not completely, it's not completely like ignoring the first one. No. It's just like making it better. It's sí. just, it's just making cast, it better. Y eso sí, el casting, they're very good it's actors, fantastic. man. Margot's back. Ildris is, is now dead stroke, dead shot. Wait. No, uh, it's not dead shot. It's another one. It's another oh, so now one. Perdona, mala mia. Uh, John yeah, Cena. Yeah. No, no. Who the fuck thought John Cena was going to be here? <laughs> I Dave. love how John Cena just plays. John Cena plays a fucked up version of Captain America. It's, Pretty that's much. Just, that's what that uh, is. Pete Davidson, Santa Waititi, uh, Nathan Fillion, uh, Viola Davis is back as like the director. And uh, Sean, uh, Sean Gunn, which obviously Sean is always going to be in James Gunn's <laughs> A mocap. He's always He's always a mocap. He's always a mocap. But I siempre do James Gunn. His brother has to be there doing mocap. His brother has to be in the movie. It's, it's yep. cool. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to this one, but uh, you know James Gunn, I re I respect and uh, love what he does. Director. He is honestly a really good. Director. I love what he does. Like he, if, sorry, if you want to have if you want to have a director that because he, I mean, how do I say this? Someone who's not afraid to do what the material is, the mm -hmm. source material. Mm -hmm. You hire this man, right? And if you want to introduce something to an audience that is completely new to them. He is the best person for that. He has such a way to like, not only, well, in this case, in a director's aspect, visually explain things, because the writers are doing their job, right? They they're they're explaining it to us in in Arroyo but like, James Gunn has a way of showing you this, in such a beautiful way visually. It's it's honestly amazing. Okay. Next next movie though, um, September twenty fourth, The Many Saints of Newark. No idea what this movie's about. I, I have no comments yeah, for it. Yeah, I think outside of, of Suicide Squad, the rest are just, but I guess you could say hit or miss. But like, I, I don't I mean, I don't know. Dune isn't a, Dune technically isn't a hit or miss. Dune are coming out on October 1st. That's a film that I want to watch. I don't know much about it. I've heard things. I know it's a, it's a book and it was an old movie and now it's modern movie yeah dune is is taking the same pages as blade runner remember when blade runner exactly. came back 2049 20, it's like oh yeah remember blade runner 1984 yeah let's just make like a sequel or like make a modern version of blade exactly. but doing it basically so people hype up the shit to this movie so but i'm all if it lifts up no said like I i'm excited really to, i'm excited to watch it it looks like a really good film that's all i'm the gonna director's say, really good that uh any like uh, he directed Blade Runner 2049. 20, 20, One of my favorite movies. He is he he's I don't know what other movies he's made, but Blade is great. Wait. I can't wait for what he does with Dune and I'm I'm super excited. Give me a second, I'll give you a image. Oh he's on Sicario. He's on Sicario. He's on Blade Runner. He's on Arrival. Scott. Okay. So he's okay. Done, he's done some shit. He ain't, he ain't no scrub. Wait, what are we looking at? We're looking at Riley Scott, right? We're, no, no, we're looking director? at Dennis Villeneuve, who's who's the director for Dune. Oh, well, let me, let me check that. He did Blade Runner. Dune? And he did Dune. My bad, my bad. He's going to do the Kilo Patra, apparently. Oh, there we go. Arrival, Dune, Chicago. Yeah, he's actually really good. No, no, he, he knows Slug. He knows what Here's he's doing. Here's the question. Here's the question. Is he still working? Here's the thing. I don't know if it... Because in Blade Runner... The um, uh, director of photography was Roger Deakins. Roger Deakins is one of the best uh, director of photographies out there. And um, by the director of photography can also be called a cinematographer. It's essentially they're in charge of how the movie looks overall, the whole aspect of it. If, if Roger Deakins is also the director of photography for Dune, I have to watch this film. I, like, I just have to. I, I guess pretty but like i know i'm i'm looking it up right now i'm making sure like i'm gonna watch it regardless but if roger deakins is in charge of like the way this movie looks ah oh, bro expect that movie looks oh and hans zimmer's doing the music so of course you're gonna have your 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 good your good music is hans it's just amazing obviously this man's a king i will always say that in forever one of the best uh uh composers uh, movie composers of this generation 
Okay, he didn't. By the way, he didn't. It's um, Greg Fazer, who did Rogue One and the Batman. Oh, that's great. Oh, man, so doing, so doing really can't fuck up, because then it'll be like, oh, no. No. Yeah. That's that's, that's, inter that's, fa that's fascinating. Okay. So it's not Roger Deakins, but it's another director of photography who has done other great works. So anyways, those are pretty much all the films that are going to be coming out this year on HBO Max and on movie on theaters from Warner Brothers. For the, this is just from Warner Brothers. Now, let's go into a quick um, Q&A session between us to end this video real quick here. We already said that this is both a good and bad idea. It's like a, it's like a, it's. I guess we're in the testing phase. Um, I'm excited. I know you guys are excited as well. But here's the question: Should other um, streaming platforms think of doing this? Uh, start doing the same thing. Correction. Yes. I think you would say. I think the question would be better off by saying, can movie uh, productions? be willing to sell their that movies to see because i understand i understand the phrasing of the question but i don't think it's just streaming yeah, netflix collectively does this every year so netflix does true. third parts the question and i don't know answer there is whether uh warner bros disney fox well, disney at the, any like that's any the problem cinema, yeah we have to think about the thing because Warner Brothers already did it with HBO Max. What what is there left? Because Disney obviously you have Marvel Studios, which is doing it directly in Disney. We have um, uh, a Fox, which is also already part of Disney. Um, you don't have anything. I mean, what else do you have? I know there are others. There's plenty more, but like, would they be willing to release their movies on streaming services just for the heck of it? And what other streaming service do you have left? HBO Max is the biggest one when it comes to blockbuster films. Um, Netflix is known for just having almost anything, but and even Netflix itself are kind of both, especially this year, been boasting a movie every so week. So many original and, content and showing. Yo, so many original. And there's content. so many it's stuff insane. there, which is you know good for Netflix. Obviously, you'll probably see it on the back end of maybe a TV show that some people love getting canceled because that always fucking happens. But aside from that, um, I think the biggest competitors, or at least just like the the biggest streaming platforms that other cinemas can do, is um, it'll probably be Disney Plus. It'll be um, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Disney Plus, now. HBO Max. I don't think I'm thinking about other because here's the thing like in what streaming platform would you do it because I'm pretty sure let's say that the the other other production houses are like okay with this right okay. where would they do it though because Disney plus will is charging their users to watch these films to watch the film say um HBO Max is like you get it for a month, which is fantastic. In my case, I I'm like super happy with the fact that it's just a month. I think that's, you know, a, I think that's an okay business model to do because I think it's fair to you know you have it at hand in hand experience of hey you can go to movies, but also you can watch it at, at the same time. So yeah. esa mirada de esperar. Exactly. I I thought for for sure I thought okay so they're gonna do this. Uh, sorry. So I gave it up by HBO Max, but I said, oh, okay, so they're going to take, I don't know, like a two-week thing, como que lo va a tener por la semana, o la, peli eh, la película va a estar en, en theaters, and then two weeks later or four weeks later, then comes HBO Max. The fact that they did it simultaneously, it's it chévere. Obviously, the, the, the monetary implications, yo no lo puedo decir, because again, like, sure, they're going to lose a lot of money in comparison to box office returns, but... Technically, this is a good partnership, because here's the thing. You're giving viewers 30 minutes. I mean, my bad, 30, 30 minutes. Days. 30 days, 30 my days. bad. And you give, you give, you're giving them 30 days, which is essentially like the free trial. I mean, HBO... Actually, no, HBO Max doesn't have a free trial. I think it, I but... Think, yeah, HBO Max, I think if it's either 7 or 14, see my noegi Yeah, but it's like, okay, so you have 7 days, you watch this film, and if you end up liking it, end up buying the, the service right there's also retention and, which i think that's another thing que ellos quieren regardless of i guess the the monetary aspect in the movie just in the wonder wonder movement let hbo max get more subscribers to the platform it did it uh, definitely whether did. they'll stay that's why in, I stay whether HBO they'll max. stay in un poco más we'll see 
the same thing can be said with um, Disney with Soul, in which hey, mira Soul, that's a fun another Pixar movie, uh, and then it re and then it gave more subscribers to Disney. But here's the thing: this is what I don't understand. So Soul was released on Disney Plus, but if I'm not mistaken, was this uh, was this supposed to? I don't remember if this was going to be released as a Disney Plus original. No, or this was, was supposed, supposed to be. To be no, this was supposed to be a theater thing in August of last year or uh, yeah. around that time. Yeah. When and they just released it for when, free. I don't when, understand. When COVID get got worse around summer, they postponed it to a fall one. Porque again, the presumption was ah, people are gonna know how to behave and the and the, the the cases will go down it didn't so entonces disney kind of forced themselves to say meta we need to do we need to put this out there they chose the 25th because but it coincided with christmas and they big brain thought christmas gift kids can get like you yeah. know a free trial of disney plus and watch the movie and but i mean they have more subscribers yeah. But uh, to be honest, though, here's the thing: why then? Why are they making us pay to watch Raja and the Last Dragon? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Holy shit! I like, I don't understand. Like, why don't you just release your original content already? You have the platform for it. There's no reason to charge. I you think the saw same. Didn't help the with similar Mulan. reason with Mulan, and I think this one's like the worst case, like the the worst uh, example to use, but boy. Um, for I mean for Disney, people wanted to watch the movie, so they were thinking, so might as well get a money monetary aspect outside of the streaming service uh, part of it. Uh, unless, the whole unless, the unless it's only, and I'm sorry to cut you off, right. unless it's only like Disney content, because you know how Disney has Pixar, National Geographic. Uh -huh. Marvel and Star Wars. What if it's just Disney, Disney stuff that they're making us pay for? Yeah. There is a point. Because I know is, these are, uh... I know Pixar and all those things are affiliated, but like maybe they're like, oh, Pixar, whatever. You can release your stuff here. Marvel, if... you can release your stuff here if you want. This is a big if considering how reluctant Marvel wants Black Widow to come out in theaters. If they have to consign to streaming it and they don't charge us then disney is reluctantly wanting more money on their disney division because on you're, their you're, disney you're division. exactly because you're having you, you you're making a good argument soul went free and raja's going on premier access which and to Mulan be honest was premium access as if well. If you're being if we're being honest, sure there's gonna be people want, wanting to watch it. Maybe not as much for the you know for the thirty dollar premium, but uh Raya is an actual it's a Disney Disney movie. It's not a Disney Pixar movie. Well we can we can, you know, differentiate both studios. So whenever uh Feige or whoever at the top or or at the Foggy, no, este... It is foggy. At this point, foggy is foggy. Sí, no oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bob Iger. Luis just said it. Bob Iger. Bob Iger. Uh, whether or not those two say, Mira, que saca esto, y lo saca en Disney Plus, and they don't charge you, then we're. Then the, we can kind of safely say. The, that. Exactly. Oh, then, yeah, then, it's, then it's even more. Then it has more questions than, than, than justifications. It's like, so, okay, you mean to tell me that everything outside of your little ears little mouse ears is like free for the service but if it's a little mouse production i need to pay a 30 dollar premium i don't know bro I, it'll even it'll even be a little bit oof in that aspect because yeah it's like why you're kind of douchebaggy see you're, you're kind of saying diablo por esta película que sure you can probably have a lot of people watching it and talking about it you want the retention and the engagement but oof 30 dollars for that Lo mismo pasó con Mulan. I didn't watch it. Primarily because I really didn't care too much about this version of uh, the movie. Pero, pero, como todo, you can pay it now. Pero, anyway, va a salir en Disney Plus months later. Exactly. And months later. Give it three, four months and it's going to be Three, four here. months y va a salir regular como si fuese un, 
como si salió en Disney Plus sin tener que pagar. So, so weird. You're, you're, you're probably going to have people buying it because I guess Disney freaks just like to have it now or just they want to watch it now. But the $30 one, no lo justifica. The only thing that I've said, and especially in the Mulan aspect, it should have been $15, which is your average ticket-ish. But uh, 30, no sé. I mean, they're probably saying 30 because they're saying, ah, 30 por 4, o sea, entre 4, pues esto, pues, sure. We'll justify it there if we just assume that everyone has four... Uh, uh, people, uh, uh, every house has four, uh, living f uh, four humans. Ah, sí, va a haber los padres y dos nenes, y ya, and they'll just justify it. I don't think that should be the case, but yeah, $30 seems steep, en verdad, like, hablando claro. Uh, I would just rather wait. For, in my in my case, in my humble opinion, yo esperaría. Y si Black Widow fuese $30 también, I would still wait for it, porque en verdad, personally, I just don't, don't care. I don't care for watching it, but siento que, again, the steep price for something that I can watch later in the future, especially later in the year, I can just wait for it. I don't need to say, yo, man, I need to watch it, like, day one. Like, literalmente la dos y uno. Like, nah. So, it'll be, it'll be strange, I'm I think Disney's approach with, um, Putting the content in their streaming platform, which I mean, that's the that's the point, right? You don't want to pay Netflix exorbitant amount of money to get your movies out, but you know you have your own streaming platform. Uh, what's a little bit Disney Senota is kind of putting a paywall in some of the movies, get what you can just have the movie later on in the year or later on in the service. Um, but other movies like New Line Cinema or Paramount or these other like other movie studios and productions um está raro because of course you want uh the movies to be on movies on movie theaters because that's where you get your revenue but you know you kind of have your forgotten movie be morally forgotten because they didn't release on theaters or in, in any other streaming service yeah. um, it's not going to be in the paperwork but the other day this is a this is a this is a guessing game this is a testing game and we'll have to see and wait what happens yeah we'll just have to wait i feel see. like i feel like this year like like last year it's just a lot of wait and see and and seeing what you have now so right now you have yeah. what can you do but you have limited amount of movie theaters on and people some people would want to go but then you have this other thing which is my streaming platform que cree que quizás hacerlo because i want to control por decirlo así on my releases, on my movie releases that I have it under one roof, I can just put it there. It's it, oh, oh, sad. It's almost like the GameStop stock. You kind of have to, you know, you'll go up and down, man. You're going to probably win some, you're going to lose some, but at the end of the day, you, you kind of <laughs> have so to take it out. You kind of have to put your, your stuff out there because, again, you still waste, you still spend the money. At mm -hmm. the end of the day, you still spend 100, 100 million, 2 million, even 300 million on just like the production alone, marketing and all that es abarte, so tienes que sacarlo, tienes que sacar provecho de esto are, are, are studios willing to, to see a lot of red this year, y decir we're fine at least we got the movie out, at least, que se yo we have the praising, okay, we have the, in a way, the, the awards and in a way, the award I, I nomination. So bien como que, I don't think that has, I don't, here's the thing. And to end it, to end it here, um, the director, maybe the writer doesn't, okay. So here's in hierarchy way. The writer of the film doesn't give a fuck what happens as long as, as long as it's released. As as, as the director, the director and producer will probably get pissed because director is in charge of the director will be like, well, if it happened, it happened. The producer is going to be really pissed because they're in charge of everything that has to do with the money aspect of making a movie. Again, they're producing the income for the movie. Right. And then you have then you have the the production house. The production house doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> they want to make money somehow, and they have to release it somehow. So that's the hierarchy of this. At the end of the day, it all has to do with a good communication between the production houses, the producers, and the directors. As long as they have a good communication, I feel like this will succeed. Because as long as the producer and the director are okay making the film, knowing that it will, it will be released, 
to streaming services and movie theaters at the exact same. I feel like we can come to a consensus and I feel like everything will be okay. But if they don't have agreements, they don't know that, that they're going to be released directly to streaming services, that's where we're going to have a problem. Because other producers might not want to make movies anymore. And I know that sounds very harsh, but what I mean is like they're probably going to be more hesitant to take on projects knowing what might happen to the project that they're investing their time and their money on. Mm-hmm. So... Honestly, that's my take on that. It's, it, it's been it, an interesting episode. It, it, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of wait and see. But it's algo nuevo. So movie theaters, uh, movie studios weren't expecting a global pandemic to halt productions, to halt releases no and, and press releases. Y just the glamour of movies. Just this will be a, a testing ground for future movies moving forward whether sure. you would want your movie to be very accessible at the time of launch or would you want the experience which is why i uh, the, the the music and, and movie industry are kind of hand in hand especially now where movie uh, uh you know the movie industry has has a lot of streaming platforms and venues that you that movies could go through like if you want to go to hulu or you want to go to uh, disney plus well disney plus and not disney but Netflix or HBO Max, like you have, you have places to go for your movie. The question still stems from uh, the monetary aspect. O sea, will the buyout, which in this, in at least in Netflix's case, is obviously you're gonna pay for the um, distribution rights, which that kind of money goes directly for everything production-wise. So that's why for Kong versus Godzilla versus Kong, it was estimated to be two fifty million. For the movie. 250 million, como que de cantazo. Oh, mira, toma. I want this movie to be out for, for Netflix. Before, you know, Warner Bros. say, hey, no, you got a house here. Look, go there. Yeah. So, that's where they need to be having agreements between producers, production houses, and directors. That's honestly what matters. Um, writers don't give a fuck about this. They really don't. <laughs> they write stuff. They Someone buys it off of them. They're like, okay, good. They, they couldn't get annoyed about like, oh, that's not how I intended that scene to go, but okay, whatever. It's, it's beyond them. You know, they don't fucking care. They don't talk about like the writing much on these aspects, but that's uh, just a fun quirk and fact there. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening in. This was supposed to be a short episode, but as always, you know, it, it, these are very interesting topics because they we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. These are all like speculations. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. And um, who knows? Uh, these movies are fantastic. Maybe the roster of the Warner Brothers films grows. Maybe it shortens. Maybe they just take movies off. Take right, because I think because I think they we they, don't know they, they're like slated for, but maybe you know algo se cracha. They have exactly. to postpone it, delay exactly. it. So it's, it's so a very... this is all up to yeah. This is all a very testing phase, and we're here to test with them. We're here to explore, watch, and share with you guys. We are the guinea pigs well. to see if this experiment exactly. works. <laughs> so let's be good guinea pigs, and you know, fall in line. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening into this episode. Um, make sure to follow us on our social media. We try to post about you know news. Uh, we sometimes have memes. We sometimes have promotions for like our merchandise or for special deals. So stay tuned on our social medias to make sure and you learn when new episodes are going to be coming out. As always, it's been a pleasure, and uh, thank you very much. Have a nice one. Hi, this is post-editing Luis coming at you live from the comfort of my home as I'm finishing up this editing version. So, hi. Um, I do want to take a quick time to uh, say thanks. Uh, As of the time of this being out, I will be turning 25 years old. And I have been frightened for the last week or so uh, thinking wow, I'm getting old, and I felt like complete the uh, afraidness of just being able to still be alive in times like this and thinking to myself, what exactly have I done productive over the last 25 years? And kind of been thinking a little bit and kind of appreciating the journey, and one of them has to be this podcast. Last year, I took a 
not really much a gamble, but really a, a risk because I'm such an introvert that I don't speak most of the times for myself and talk to one of my best friends for an hour or two about subjects that we thought were interesting and just being good friends. And what has allowed me and OJ and now Louie that around 1,700 times you guys have listened to one or t every episode of this podcast. And I couldn't have done it without you. So last year was something of a very experimental and just like reaching that new way of living that I just wanted to take a moment to thank you guys. And um, I hope that I've been entertaining as such. And there'll be plenty of more content and plenty more entertaining to come. And as for me personally, has been a couple of rough years. But the last year doing this podcast and me doing my music has allowed me to feel good that things are getting better. And I'm putting in the effort and I'm taking that first step so thank you to everyone especially my best friends you know who you guys are thank you so much for being here 25 years to those who are still here to those who aren't i love you guys i'll see you in the next one